0: podcast I ain't played nobody Sunday S P plus hurry up Edition second week in a row I'm traveling on a Sunday we're gonna do it real fast yeah seriously I, I've never traveled like I don't think I've ever
1: left for a trip
0: on a Sunday but I do sneaky st- I, I mean look important reporter capital I capital R sure. uh, this podcast ain't played nobody s P plus hurry up Edition that's the robot Bill Connolly you can find him at SBN underscore Bill C he wrote books I ain't getting into that spiel right now my name's Stephen Godfrey I fly on planes at 38 Godfrey. Um, let's jump right into it. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right, you want to start at twenty five? We're not going to deviate yet. I feel like we don't start deviating until we get to like.
1: Well, yeah. Let October. me real quickly. Um, I'll, I'll
0: say who uh, qualifiers and explanations. Well, no, I'll just
1: say, say who dropped really out. I, I think it's kind of fun to talk about who dropped out or who's really close, just really briefly. Uh, yeah. So two teams dropped. Uh, yeah, I guess only two. Really, only two. Yeah, I guess Um, two teams dropped out of the SMP plus top 25. One of them was number 17 last week and Boston college fell to number 41 um, after going up to West Lafayette and getting and and getting and having Purdue just take out three weeks of frustration on them. Uh, Yeah. That, that was bad. And then uh, one of the teams, uh, two of the teams at the bottom of last year's top 25 that seemed kind of odd at the time, Kentucky number 22 and uh, Indiana number 23. We'll get to Kentucky who backed it up. Uh, Indiana did not. They jumped on early by Michigan State. Uh, try, kept trying to claw back, never quite could. Uh, fell all the way to 44th uh, after their loss to Michigan State.
0: Look at their schedule this morning. I was reading the gamer on that one. Mm. That really could be the bowl win for them that they don't get if you look at the rest of their run. Yeah, like, they're going to have a lot especially of 50, if Purdue gets better.
1: Yeah, they're going to have a lot of 50-50 games that they'll have a chance to win, but that was certainly uh that was a statement opportunity that they did not make. Let's put it they that way. They
0: did that one. Um okay. all right Bill, you ready? So starting the timer, we're going to do 25 teams in 25 minutes. Here we go. I'm going to throw a curveball at you right away because your um, number 25 team is the team that lost to the number 1 team. So I'm going to spoil the whole damn thing as if you didn't know already. I'm talking about Texas A&M. They fall to 500. They got disintegrated by Alabama, the number one team, shockingly in the SMB They covered. They're the first team to cover late um, against I saw, the backups. I saw a stat this morning from uh, our friends over at com. Alabama, is something like 120th in the nation in punting. Um, <laughs> personally, I think that's how you attack them. <laughs>
1: I, this is apropos of absolutely nothing, but it was uh, a Dallas fan in preparation of their game against Seattle NFL talk. Um, th- he was talking about how, like, nobody understands how much of a weapon Michael Dixon is, uh, number one. I mean, because he's a punter and, and he's a rookie. And so, you know, no matter how many times we shared that SB Nation link about, Hey, this dude is amazing. You know, people still kind of ignore it. Number two is like when, when somebody has a weapon like that, um, And, you know, you like, you can't game play, you can game plan around, like trying to stop a good running back. You can't game plan around stopping a punter like that. You want him on the field because he punts and then he punts at 60 yards and it's unreturnable and he screws you. But that was the optimal outcome because the other outcome is them scoring. So it's like, it it is a uniquely depressing thing. Hooray, we stopped him. Ah, crap. But, uh, anyway.
0: All right. Um, number 24. We're just going to sit in the Southeastern Conference, especially the east side yeah, uh, in this discussion today. So here's the deal. Florida Gators are three and one. They did everything that most people thought they would do against Tennessee. Tennessee is very bad. We, all, we shared a chuckle internally last night because, again, I think local Tennessee media has – it's not a Kool-Aid situation. It really isn't. I'm not trying to insult anybody. But for some reason, something in the last two weeks told people in Knoxville that – This was a team that was going to hold par with other teams in adjustment phases. And and Florida's situation is so unlike Tennessee's right now in a football sense. And that showed, I mean, they're still not, they're not, I I wouldn't even call them good, but they are getting better. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm less sure of that now than I was a week ago, but uh, you're less sure that Florida's getting better. Oh,
1: Florida. Sorry. No, no, never mind. I was thinking Tennessee. Never mind. Yes. Oh, they're, okay. They're I was still in a transition phase right now. They're going to look yes. like, they're going to look like a top 15 team week, a uh, top 15 team one week and a top 15 the next. And that's going to continue probably.
0: Yes. We, again, uh, I wouldn't say a null set, just not a ton of information. We know Colorado state is very bad, but here's what you do know about Florida right now. 53 points against an FCS team, 48 points against Colorado state, 47 points on the road in conference play in division play. The offense is working. I know they have not played world beaters yet and they, and they only scored 16 uh, against Kentucky at home, but guess what? Kentucky's really good. Yep. Um, so I'm, let's not put Florida next to any definition yet, except that, Like two weeks ago on this show, and I got to hurry myself up here, everybody was talking about just just firing every first-year head coach. (laughs) And this is a good example of like, hey, calm down. Mullen is doing exactly what we expected him to do. Uh, You just got to go week to week. So number 23 is South Carolina. I don't even know if this game is final yet. It was one of the weird lightning delay games. It's really weird. Just anecdotally, my kid and I were in a park across the street from the stadium, like across Weston Avenue here in Nashville. And I don't know why it was delayed because we were outside and saw no lightning, but it's one of those 30 mile radius situations. Oh yeah. Uh, South Carolina. We're going to talk about Kentucky in in a minute. I don't want to spoil it, of course, but um, they beat up on Vanderbilt. Uh, I'm really excited to talk about the Wildcats, clearly, but South Carolina, and Kentucky are fighting for the second best team in the in the SEC East at this moment, yeah, and South we Carolina's- have no idea. Everything was a soup like two weeks ago. We're starting to get an idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, so, sort of. The the East is still a big jumble. Like one, two, three four teams between 15th and 27th um yeah. but South Carolina looked the part let's put it that way um yes. they 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 crumbled against Georgia uh they looked good for about 10 minutes and then just got knocked the heck out uh but they uh, Vanderbilt we saw against I mean uh, granted a limited Notre Dame team that uh put in the right quarterback this week it appears uh but they they showed that they're physical and competitive and interesting And South Carolina just said no we're, we're better than you and then showed it exactly uh
0: Jake Bentley uh pedestrian 261 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I was but- never actually in- with anything he did but they kept scoring. Yeah. it was but that's he, kind of the mo of, of jake bentley for three years at south carolina but still it, you know you nailed it you said they kept scoring they completed drives and vanderbilt has a good defense yeah. i mean they they did a better job than notre dame did against vanderbilt so take it for what it's worth um i still don't know a lot about south carolina but I, I, again i'm just going to kind of stick with this i think they're in a good place
1: as long I mean, as that I, good place is top 30 ish level not top you know
0: I know every time. We, we, uh, anyway, we had that every, conversation every single time. Uh, number twenty-two, Boise State. buy treated them poorly because Oklahoma State turned around and looked like crap, and so they fell yes. six spots. <laughs> Spoilers, dude! They fell six spots. Uh, speaking of oh. falling spots, the three and one Memphis Tigers dropped ten spots. Yeah, they, they are the uh, they are the brick of the week.
1: Uh, well, yeah, among among current top 25 teams. Um, yeah, they just, I mean, they, they did what they needed to against South Alabama, but they gave up a lot of points to a team that, you know, probably shouldn't have scored that many. Plus then, as you go along, this isn't simply about reacting to last week. Like opponent adjustments are getting stronger. Memphis obviously um, hasn't played just a ton of uh,
0: amazing, high-quality teams yet, and so that kind of hurt them a little bit too. So those two things combined, and they okay. fell a few spots. Well, just from a novice perspective, we we talked about how, SP Plus essentially sees Memphis as beating Navy. Right. Because of the way that game ends because, and, and the winning uh, yeah, expectations. It was a right? statistically unlikely loss. So the drop here is not as much to do with the fact that USA scored a couple points as it is that everyone else's strength and accomplishments are just getting better by comparison. Is that, is that how you would explain this? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, okay. it felt like they were a little bit too high anyway. Um, well, they were, I, I was just trying to get, I was trying to, to Yeah. explain it. And for so, message. yeah,
1: I think this was a kind of a, a proper course correction
0: uh yeah number 16 uh oh sorry no number, number 20, 20 yeah number 20 sorry uh they were i'm sorry i was looking at their s p rating um appalachian state uh they're a really good uh g5 team. <laughs> yeah i mean they really played g5 one team. i'm and not gonna spoil i'm not gonna spoil
1: Penn State's ranking but uh, they they took on one high ranked team on the road and nearly beat them uh yeah. and they played two terrible teams and beat them by a combined 117 to 16. you can't really what was it 72 points 72 to seven i, I mean yeah. Gar web bad obviously right. But uh, they played Charlotte and Gardner webb and beat them by a combined uh, 100 points, basically. So you can't really do any better than that.
0: Number 19. This was the most LSU-iest LSU win. Uh, yes, LSU. This was exactly. Yeah. You first. Oh you my first. God. You I was tweeting about it. I was tweeting about it last night and this morning because the, one of the things, the last thing I talked to my wife about before I went to bed, she was like, What's going on with tech? So she's talking about the LSU game because her whole, her entire family are LSU fans. She's the only one who didn't go, her and her Jeez. sister. And she said, is it crazy to think that Tech is had a chance in this game? And this is before they came back. Right. So I was really getting the kids better. I was like, of course. I was like, well, who told you that? And he goes, oh, my dad and all my relatives think that they're going to lose this game. I was yep. like, this is just quintessential LSU fandom. You just beat Auburn on the road. You're probably going to take care of Ole Miss next week. You're shaping up to be a good team this year. And so I I lambast them, text my in-laws, make fun of them. And then guess what happens? Tech comes back.
1: Yeah. Um, what did I say last week about LSU? I think I said it on this show. Maybe it was, I don't know. I say words and I don't remember where I said them, but, um, LSU is a dramatically inefficient offensive team with a good defense and that dramatically. And what it means when you are relying on big plays and you're very inefficient offensively is that you'll have long droughts and then big spurts. And Hey, uh, this game, LSU started the game with, well, after a three and out, they went touchdown, punt, touchdown, field goal, touchdown. It's looking good. Then they went punt fumble punt punt and let and let uh tech back in the game like that's that's how it works you don't have any sort of steady stream of success you just got to rely on the bursts and to their credit they i mean they fell asleep they um they
0: it was what, I was actually going to challenge that concept of falling asleep because I think I think you're arguing against yourself there because I don't think they're so much letting the foot off the gas which is what everyone said last night
1: well uh, I yeah I, I
0: mean i think sometimes they're punching the gas and the engine just
1: just so yeah. okay we'll go with that they 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 uh uh, the engine started smoking a little bit, and L- and Louisiana Tech cut it to twenty four twenty one, and then LSU responded. Like that, you have to give them that they went 70 yards uh, scored on a Brissette touchdown, went up to 10 again, uh, got a stop, scored one last time, uh, put the game away. So, I mean, they did what they needed to do. They looked (laughs) the funniest thing to me, and we're really just killing our our time limit on this episode. But the funniest thing to me about this was last night, uh, both Auburn fans and LSU fans, but we'll focus on uh, LSU at the moment. We're just miserable at how mediocre their team was and life is over. And I thought they weren't as terrible. And this morning, and then this If morning, you saw Auburn Twitter last night, oh and could see the score.
0: You would have thought they lost.
1: And this morning, when LSU only went up two spots in S and P Plus, LSU fans were so pissed off at me. Uh, like they, they finally noticed. Really, this wasn't a reaction to last night so much as they finally noticed that that, that disrespect. But last night, they were a terrible team
0: that's never going to win again. And today is how dare you tell me my team is on a top five team. Anyway, uh, all right, we got to hustle. Uh, Michigan State. We already talked about this. They beat Indiana thirty-five to twenty-one. Uh, it was a win they needed. Um, they had a fake field goal for a touchdown. I didn't take much more from that than what I just said.
1: Yeah. Indiana, like I said, power to Indiana for continuing to try to come back, but Michigan state wouldn't let them. Hey, it's UCF moving up two spots,
0: just two. Yeah. Uh, 56 to 36, a game that, uh, was fun. I wish this was a Thursday night game. I don't want to get back on that, but I really do. Um, well, in this case, um, being,
1: judging by how many page views SB Nation got out of the NFL game on Thursday night, uh, this case I will allow that it was probably good that uh, I mean, granted Temple Tulsa was interesting here and there. Uh, it was fun, but yeah, like, in this case, it was probably okay that college football seeded the floor, uh, but
0: never again um i don't know i still don't know if they're the best g5 in the country but they are they are the funnest they look
1: i mean they look yeah they look the part and they're consistent they they know what they're doing they know how to win uh they've done it before obviously they haven't lost in a really long time and when fau threw a really nice fake punt at them got right back in the game took the lead they said all right that was cool and then they just laid the knockout punch like immediately so i mean good for them they know what they're doing
0: mckenzie milton is fun to watch And sometimes that's all you need. Honestly, if you're just looking for a casual view on these kind of things, like whether you have a fun star player like that, it really is easy to watch them. Uh, Moving on. Hey, let's, let's stay in the state of Florida in a transition voice. Uh, You're three and one Miami hurricane. Mm -hmm. Remember when they lost to LSU and everything was Mm -hmm. just a total disaster. Um, They beat up on crosstown uptown. I don't know. 31, 17 over FIU.
1: Yeah, they, um, it was kind of weird because then they, speaking of, you know, smoking engines or or falling asleep or whatever kind of uh, verbiage we're using here, they just did not even play the second half of that game. Um, and it tur- turned into not, not a competitive game. They still won by 14 points, but it could have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were up like whatever it was, 24 nothing at halftime. The total yardage they allowed in the first half, I, I believe, was 12. Um, they completely humiliated still only ended up giving up 187 yards to international, but they still didn't really throw a knockout punch there at the end. And uh, so they probably could have risen more had they done so, but I guess they're not going to complain too much.
0: Uh, all right. We got to hustle, but God, I don't really want to talk
1: about Kentucky. Um...
0: I kind of oh, want to talk about I mean,
1: things that have never been said on PAPN until this exact moment.
0: All right. Let's, let's just hold our peace on Kentucky. Cause we are going to talk about the team that they beat who is still ahead of them. So we'll do that in okay. just a second. Let's go to uh, number 14 notification right there. Another team. I really want to talk about, and we will devote some time to both of these games on Tuesday. Oklahoma state looked like, but whoa,
1: assy, uh, uh, assy, uh, assy. Also, also t- t- Texas tech has played two straight awesome games. And I want to, um, so I don't want to just be I I, I know
0: there's kind of a that like freshman that freshman out of nowhere, there was a quote after week one where Kingsbury's like, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if he's good. <laughs> yeah. This no. is the coach, the one coach in that league, I mean David Beatty is just more a fate accompli, right? But <laughs> this Kingsbury hot seat thing that's been going on for like an entire president. We have not that
1: we've done nothing to kind of tap the brakes on, yeah. I mean, damn tech. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to like when I say that Oklahoma State laid an egg. I know that immediately start goes down that line of the other team doesn't get any credit kind of stuff. Like I, I want to give Tech credit here. They are up to like the 30s. They are up to 32nd in the uh, in S and P Plus after starting it where you know after falling to like the 80s after getting their yeah. butts kicked by Ole Miss. They are they are surging and they deserve a lot of credit. Uh, Oklahoma State also looked hungover. They they like
0: they just looked bad um, which is and, not the game that it doesn't even make sense i understand i understand there's definitely been a um you know they, they're not living in the same tier when it comes to the, that conference for the last couple years but you know what kind of game this is gonna be dude yeah this yeah, was not just did not
1: look like they had the staying power they they were just dead-legged they, all the passes were like a little bit off and texas yeah. Tech's like all right and just absolutely laid
0: waste to them 24 points in Stillwater. That's dude, I want to give look. I, I tweeted about it this morning. I want to give all the credit in the world to uh, to David Gibbs, their, their defense coordinator. And yeah, yeah coordinator. They're, they're 90th on, on defense. <clears throat> what? It's Texas Tech, dude. 90th, like I know, but 90th Texas, 90th at Texas Tech is like the 85 Bears. I know, but if they were like 60th, they'd be like a top 15 program right Here's now. You're mad at him because he, he thinks that turnovers can be created. Mm-hmm. Shout out to David Gibbs. Hey, man, they went into Stillwater and shut that ass down. Yes. I, I mean off passes, uh, hangover, whatever. <laughs> Texas defense was there. That wasn't the tech defense that old Miss eviscerated what no and I mean Houston did
1: score 49 points a week ago so I mean yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. but still um,
1: no OSU, it, Bill. Good for you Texas Tech bad for you OSU. That is not how you're supposed
0: to respond to my praise. Heesh Oklahoma State man they just have these moments right before you want to put that crown on the head every time uh, number 13 i did not watch auburn arkansas i was watching other I, games
1: i watched i ended up flipping to it more than i expected because I'd, I'd be following tweet deck and then an auburn really, fan. okay well, like, things are falling apart it's all over this is the worst offensive line i've ever seen like what well, what the hell's going oh they're up 17 all
0: right, all right dr bill wh- why the ass hurts so much
1: what well, why now, I mean, it bears mentioning. Like um, Auburn won by as much as they like. They, it was a comfortable margin, mainly because of special teams. Um, it, 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 it wasn't a game like where they just went out and and did what they were supposed to do. And among other things, I mean, congratulations for scoring 34 points on on a bad Arkansas defense. Except you only gained 225 yards on a bad Arkansas defense, uh, and meanwhile you gave up 290. You got outgained significantly and won by 31. And congratulations for getting really weird there um, and parts of special teams are, you know, are replicable and the defense was fine and all that stuff, but that offense is um well, I mean, people saying it, it was the it's their worst offensive line since like twenty twelve, I believe. That's probably not wrong. They are down they're second in on in defensive S P plus currently and they are sixty sixth on offense. Uh so yes, there are reasons to be concerned right now. Still got good special teams, still got good defense.
0: Feel really good about Wisconsin number twelve um felt like they'd go in there and win that game. Really did. Felt like that BYU loss was like, it's going to work. And it worked because they went in and they I, took care of that business. I was still a flashy like, sexy showdown. against
1: I, I mean, it was great. Like fullbacks and tight ends and, and direct snaps to fullbacks and, and everything else that they were doing there. It was, it was fun. But I mean, and also by the way, I mean, I credit to them. I, I was not as confident. I thought
0: Iowa's defense really might be able to shut them down. And they basically did. Uh, and then the last minute got really weird. Uh, Wisconsin. Uh, I guess. Congrats to winning the uh, division. It is yeah. September twenty third. Yeah, Minnesota. Not just get the no. t shirt printed. I guess. I mean, I'm not joking. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a joke, Purdue. but it's but it's not. Is Purdue uh, the biggest challenger now? I don't know. There's no way you can say that about Purdue. I mean, I know they won yesterday and all, but come on.
1: Uh, no, I mean, it's not really a compliment to produce so much as well. Iowa hurdle is cleared. Nebraska. No Northwestern. Not yet. That uh, division Minnesota,
0: is total no. trash, man. I mean, I know the pack 12 South ain't exactly exploding, but um, by the
1: way, um, still the worst conference in P five through four weeks, the ACC.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Um, and I don't know how that happened. Speaking oh, yeah. of uh, historic ACC member, Notre Dame, uh, they come in at number 11. They are undefeated. Yeah which means we get to hear about how everyone's disrespecting one of the. I'm well, I think disres- right now we're in
1: a weird spot where they don't, they're not really
0: acting uh, disrespected because they,
1: they knew their offense kind of stunk. And then Ian book comes in and they have their, by far their best performance of the season
0: offensively. And so now they're like, okay, new Notre Dame is good. right? Like, maybe we can sustain this. We'll see. It's funny though. Cause they won't give anybody quarter for saying that like, Oh, Vanderbilt might win that game or, Oh, Michigan's probably going to win that game. And they're still, you know, hashtag disrespect. So Hey, West Virginia, these teams that were affected by storms, I just feel like they fell off the face of the planet. Um, West Virginia, number 10, West Virginia. we got Guys, we got to start talking about West Virginia. I don't even do it when I talk about Big 12 contenders. West Virginia, yeah. they're up five points, by the way, breaking in the top 10. Yeah, and um, they're, the team that just beat, this is mortifying, and I
1: apologize to all the Kansas State fans listening right now. Uh, the team that just oh, beat is ranked right in 89th, uh, one spot behind their in-state rival. What?
0: Kansas is 88. Kansas state is 89th. Oh my God. That's all we need to say. Yeah. Honestly, Oof. go ears. We got to hurry it up. Um, all right. Let's talk about Mississippi state. They're at number <laughs> nine, uh, three and one. Uh, They dropped four spots. Kentucky's really good. Kentucky can run the ball. Kentucky can play defense. of boy. Kentucky. Now let's just talk about how this affects Mississippi State in the context of Mississippi State's season. This was a game they expected to win going in. We, I expected them to win going in, setting yeah. up a big showdown against Florida next week.
1: Yeah, we the were talking offense. about it as a big game. I was still a game I assumed Mississippi State would
0: would pull ahead in. Um, and it was an offensive kind of faltering too. Which yeah. I did.
1: Well, I mean, it was, we knew um, from the first few weeks that, I mean, Mississippi state's run game was awesome. Their defense was awesome. Uh, and their passing game was suspect and Kentucky right. was like, all right, well, we're going to stop one thing. We're going to load up to stop the run and we're going to assume you still can't pass. And uh, once they got ahead uh, and I, I was so confused by the box score saying that Kentucky only had three sacks of on Nick Nick fixed jail. I could have sworn it was 10. Right. Uh, They were just in his face, forcing bad passes. Uh, It was just hopeless. Like Joe Moorhead is one of the smartest offensive minds in the country. And he had no idea what to do because his line was getting
0: blown up. I mean, I think it's as simple as the fact it is when, when you, when you end up that lopsided, um, there's not much you can do. And by the way,
1: yeah. And, and the other part of this too, was like, I mean, Benny Snell scoring four touchdowns, obviously got all the headlines. Uh, I thought that was, I mean, I love Benny Snell, but I thought that was unfair. Their defense won that game. They set
0: like, Oh, you no, know, no, without a doubt. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. I think they, they went about saying exactly we're going to stop the run. Mm-hmm. Uh, the total rushing yards 56 for Mississippi state. One of the things we've been touting and celebrating our, our PAPN patron St. Joe Moorhead was balance, yeah. balance, 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 balance. It doesn't matter. Like here's the deal. Nick Fitzgerald, 16 at 32, 145. Uh, one interception that's not a game breaking stat line what the game breaking stat line is the 56
1: yards rushing right they made him pass and he couldn't um but no i mean what i meant was just that like for three quarters and uh, benny snell was, uh, had like 74 yards or something was averaging like 4.9 yards of carry it was fine but kentucky only scored 14 points in three quarters um but like they they broke mississippi state's back and then the defense stopped stopping Um, so this was a defense first win. Uh, and that's why, well, I mean, this is currently Kentucky is fifth in special teams, seventh on defense and only, and only 58th on offense. Um, not really the, if you told me Kentucky was doing really well, I would have assumed more offense than defense because they just haven't had a good defense yet. And and suddenly they do.
0: Uh, Moorhead has his biggest test ahead of him. Not because I think Florida is that good, but because the psychology surrounding this game coming up, and I know we're not supposed to talk about this in the recap show. We are just, Dying on time, oh, by yeah, the way, this is a terrible, this is our um, first terrible execution of the really uh, terrible execution. Um, we'll talk about it more this week, but the, 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 mentality around that game in Starkville Mullen and everything else, he's got an uphill battle just in terms of fixing the heads and getting things right, man, we didn't talk. Gosh, we still have to talk about Oklahoma. They needed overtime to beat army. Yeah, they had the ball for 14 and a half minutes. I think
1: I, I joking. Well, actually I wasn't a joke. I was starting to believe it. They, uh, the army makes a goal line stand in a tie game with 12 and a half minutes left. And er, like, I wasn't the only one saying this. Like it was suddenly this vision of, oh my God, they are going to drive 99 yards in 12 and a half minutes and win this game with the buzzer. And 10 minutes and about 75 yards later, it very much looked like that was about to happen. And then OU finally like forced I think, I think it was like, they made a good stop and then drew a penalty, then got a deflected pick, drove down, missed a field goal. So army's definitely going to win now. And then they made another stop. So, I mean, good for, Good for OU's defense for figuring things out in the nick of time. Um, But they just got, they got army. They got service academy and uh, they damn near. This is why uh, last week when I, when we were talking about complaining that OU army was on pay-per-view and OU does it once a year, I said, it probably wasn't a coincidence that they picked this game. They didn't want anybody to see this game. Um, And then we all ended up watching it on a, on, on a Twitch feed. Yep. uh, With a dude showing
0: off his shoes. We will find you whether you hide your game on pay-per-view or not, we will find you bill real fast. Anything you want to say about Washington? I just kind of followed the box score on this one. Uh, They're three and one They're at seven. They're still, they're still fine. They're Washington.
1: Yeah. I was in a NyQuil coma by this point. So I, I I had to catch up this morning, but uh, man, yeah. Yeah. I finally succumbed to that thing. That bug that's been floating around in the house. Uh, Anyway, no, I mean, yeah, their defense was great. Offense was hit and miss and they won by seven. Uh, Michigan.
0: Hello. Uh, well, we can talk about, uh, Nebraska. We'll probably do that this week as well. Um, I don't know. I don't, Oh man, there's the timer. This was embarrassing. I mean, oh God. we just destroyed our clock management this keep week. Going, so yeah. Uh, Michigan absolutely eviscerated Nebraska. I don't really know how much of this was personal and how much of this was, Hey, Oh my God, this is really good. Let's just keep doing it. because It happens so people quickly. Had, that dude, that it, people had a lot of questions about Michigan's offensive issues for the past what year and a half plus. Right. So I think honestly they got in the situation. They're like, well, let's just, kick the crap out of a conference opponent and make sure everybody knows that we can score points.
1: Yeah. I mean, what 90, 150 (laughs) points in three weeks. That's not bad. Um, yeah. Uh, like Nor- Northwestern probably does not have the offense to do. De- and obviously we'll talk about this soon, but Nor- uh, Nor- they have to go to Northwestern this Saturday. Uh, they have not obviously not played a, an, an even decent defense since Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Um, Northwestern is, has, has all sorts of problems going on. They barely have a, a top 100 offense, but they still have a good defense and mm-hmm. so be, we'll at least be able to get a read. Even if uh, Northwestern can't move the ball enough to make this a game, uh, we'll, we'll get a read for what Michigan, Michigan has to offer against good
0: defenses this week. All right, Bill, we're running out of time. I'm literally running out of time. i got to go jump on a plane, but here's your one through five. We'll do this real fast as a bunch. Obviously, Alabama, number one, we already mentioned that. Number two, Ohio State, nothing to say. They destroyed Tulane. Uh, Number three, Clemson, they beat up on uh, Georgia Tech, so they finished their option back-to-back. Number four, Georgia, we'll talk about that in a second. Number five, Penn State, they took care of business late um, against Illinois on the road Hmm. Friday night. So, look, dude, I watched the Georgia game with Missouri. Yeah, so did I. There's way to, there's ways to lose and there's ways to lose. It's really I, I almost I, I, I wanted to jokingly
1: tweet this out, but I didn't think it would be taken as a joke. Um, I, it, it's really unfair. College football is an unfair sport when the better team gets the breaks.
0: Yes, and that's exact. Doinks. Uh, well, just yeah, the, the nature of made field, of the two, made field the,
1: goals the that were two.
0: called missed. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, the nature of the first two interceptions alone, I was just like, oh, man, this
1: is brutal. Well, yeah, the, the forward progress fumble. Um, and then the I, I reserved my complaining to our slack room where I basically just said Missouri should be up 10 nothing right now. And it's seven, seven. And I mean, yeah. obviously, down the stretch, they could have used those 10 points. That's OK. That's where
0: you go to scream. It keeps your professionalism intact because right. I sure. don't have it. Missouri,
1: by the way, uh, moved up from 20, what, 29 to 27 when I, I don't think anybody will complain about that.
0: Honestly, man not to turn this into the sec podcast because i've come so become so fixated they're better than they're they're honestly all joking and messing with you aside mm-hmm. they are very much better than we all thought and no.
1: not all not all <clears throat>
0: oh god well anyways look here's the deal georgia's gonna win this division mm-hmm. um especially when stuff like that i mean that was some divine hand nonsense so uh the one two three four here's your playoff right now according to sp plus pretty predictable uh, Alabama, Georgia, of course, that won't happen. Cause they're going to see each other in Atlanta and then Ohio state cleansing course. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Cause I don't want to watch you. Yeah. Um, uh, logically Alabama and Georgia meeting each other, the shakeout. It could actually, well, I guess it could be one through four. If Alabama were to stop Georgia, but that's Georgia's only lost the year with event, yeah. have enough strength. Ba da 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 da. So we uh, find yeah. out
1: a lot about the committee basically saying, okay, that can't actually happen. So let's make the number three team. The number four team.
0: Yeah. October come save us. Just give us a little variance. Give us a little, just give us something that's dynamic and unique to the and Penn
1: State teams. is up. Penn State's got a chance uh, to end September by
0: shaking this up uh, a little bit, but I, we're going to talk about that game this week as well. Bill, we blew through our time. We apologize. Uh, we just gave you extra podcast. Why the hell am I apologizing? I will see you on Tuesday.